Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Fi fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with my co-host, Mark Collins. Mark, it's good to, to hear your voice again. Likewise, likewise. Glad to be back. Glad to be back in the studio. I know. It's my bad. Uh, there's been a lot going on, and then I obviously took a, a few weeks off because I was on the road for five weeks straight. So I, I, I needed it, Mark. No, I <laughs> understand. I, listen, listen. I know Mrs. Passport. I know the history. I know what it's like, and uh, the, the nickname speaks for itself a lot of times. So I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware. Yes, but we're, we're back at it here, um, recording our regular podcast. Uh, look, there's so much that we need to talk about. I don't even want to like yeah. small talk right now, Mark, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit frustrated with the heavyweight division right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, rightfully so. I mean, everyone, you know, last we touched bases, we were looking forward to some positive news for uh, Tyson Fury Usyk, and we just can't seem to nail that one down. No, we uh, can't seem so to nail it's... any of those fights down. I think right now, the only ones as of right now that we know of, and it still hasn't been officially announced yet, is the, is Anthony Joshua and Dillian White's rematch, which is supposed yeah. to be set for August 12th. Uh, yep. I'm hearing in London. And then we, we know that Alexander Usyk has a mandatory uh, Daniel Dubois that that's supposed to be set in Poland, but that still hasn't officially been announced. So we're, we're sitting here there every day. There's something new going on. And do you know what? I'm not even going to lie at this point. I just, I just roll my eyes every time I see <laughs> I get it's, it's so true. It's so frustrating. But you got to give Anthony Joshua a lot of credit, at least like we discussed earlier, for staying very active during this time of, of a frustrating time for the heavyweight division. Yeah, you I mean, know, to um, be fair, he's the most active. He fought yeah. in, in April against Jermaine Franklin. But everybody yeah. else, Mark, everybody, I, I just want to read, I just want to read right now what everyone else is not doing. <laughs> so <laughs> Alexander Usyk was last in the ring, obviously was in August of 2022 against Anthony Joshua. Um, 
let's see. We got Andy Ruiz that was last out against Luis Ortiz in September of 2022. Wow. We got Deontay Wilder last uh, against Robert Hellenius in October of 2022. And that lasted a round, right? A couple of rounds. And we got Tyson Fury that was last out in December of 2022 against Derek Chisora. I mean, what in the world is going on right now? We were, do, do you remember when we, were, when we were kicking off the year, everyone was so so excited because there was so much, like we were going to get yeah. the disputed between Tyson and, and Usyk. We had the, uh, the, the rumors that Anthony Joshua was going to fight Deontay Wilder, which supposedly is a, a done deal for December, we hear. Yeah, yeah in the Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Which was great and all, but it was like really depressing when we heard December. It was like I yeah, think we heard I that what, February. <laughs> it's it's still so far, and as boxing always teaches us, so much can happen in that time frame. So it's like even that, you know, it, it's still up in the air to me because so much can happen. You know, so it's close, but so it's yet so far at the right. same time. Well, what we do know so far is Tyson Fury. The rumor now is that he's not going to have the undisputed against Usyk, which I don't understand. I don't have all of that information. I don't know if you know something I don't know. And I've missed in these last few weeks that I've been, you know, taking my vacation time, but now we're hearing it's not happening in December at all in Saudi. Yeah. Um, and, and he's looking at a possible exhibition fight against Francis Ngannou. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of this, exhibition fight but not right now because i would have loved to have seen obviously the undisputed fight absolutely yeah i think ultimately what happened in, in there is that there's so much politics there's so much frustration that francis and Ghana fight just still happened to be standing there amidst of all the frustration and then tyson just said let me just go to exhibition and get this money because the other fights they're not just able to nail down so here, here we are we got an exhibition you know on the horizon which uh, Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury were going back and forth for a little while already. They were face-to-face in the ring sometime last year. So, um, you know, this was, this was going to happen. I think the timing just happened perfectly for it with all the boxing politics. And look, I get that Tyson would, would entertain this right now, especially given that he doesn't really have a big fight for him at the moment, given that whatever happened between him and Usyk fell through and now Usyk's going to go on to fight Daniel Dubois, Anthony Joshua set to rematch against um, Dillian White. And then there's heavy talks, or I guess not anymore from the sounds of it is Deontay Wilder and Andy Ruiz. So what else is there, I guess, out there for him at the moment? Not much. An exhibition. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to turn down money against a guy who's not on your boxing level and has a big name. So it's it's hard to turn that down. But then again, Tyson has all the money in the world. So, you know, but I guess it, it's him being able to say he can he got in the ring and, and maybe knocked off a, a heavyweight dominant heavyweight fighter in, in UFC in the UFC. Well, in mixed martial arts, because he's no longer with the UFC and in Ghana. Right. And it's saying, I guess, the exhibition is with no knockdowns. Um, that's that's going to be hard to do. Guy, yeah. I mean, I don't see how Ngano can fight any other way but go for a knockout. He's a knockout guy. You know, that's interesting. 
I'm, we'll I'm, see. I'm not very happy. And you know, it's, it's so frustrating because, you know, knowing all sides pretty much quite well, you get such drastic, like, information. Yeah. It's always so heavily one-sided. It's like, oh, it's his fault because of this, this, and that. And then the other one's like, oh, it, well, it's what's really his fault because of this. And it's like, you just never know what to believe. So I can see why, like, right now, why fans are frustrated. The heavyweight division is in shambles. And oh, yeah. I don't know how we're going to close off the year. But given at this rate, <laughs> we don't really have anything <laughs> fully locked yeah. up yet. And it's July. Like we are well past yeah. half of the year now. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, got to get, like I said, Anthony Joshua's at least been in the ring. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, in the midst of everything, in the, in the midst of all the heavyweight shambleness, we did get a big fight for this month, July, in Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence, mm-hmm. which, is, which is major. And uh, that's that's that was pro- that's probably my my uh, my dream fight, and I think I'm gonna retire from the boxing analyst world <laughs> after this fight because this is this is our Ray to me this is our Ray Leonard and, and Hearns uh, of this era. For sure. um, I, I'm more or less I'm happy for this month uh, and this in such a big fight for July. Oh, a million percent! You know that's my birthday week. Oh man, what's so, the plan? July twenty six. I'm gonna be. I think we're probably gonna have one of the press conferences that day, more than likely. Okay. So it's a work week for me. You know, there's really no time to to enjoy too much in all of that, which is fine. It's not like I'm a partier, anyways. But um, we're we're definitely planning to do something on that Tuesday because obviously everything kicks off on Wednesday. Yeah. So maybe not everyone's going to care for this news, given it's it's you know, still considered a bit of a crossover boxing, but we got KSI and Tommy Fury who've agreed to a weight limit. They didn't specify though. They didn't specify what the weight limit was. We know that Tommy Fury wasn't willing to budge past 185. KSI was like, wait a minute. We agreed at 180. So uh, apparently a weight limit has been agreed upon, but that was not specified in the tweet. Yeah, it just said weight agreed. So it left us with, with what is it? So they had a back and forth between 180, 185. It, it, most likely it's got to be 185 since Fury put out the take it or leave it. He probably just jumped on it. Who knows? But we'll find out shortly. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that. We'll f- see how that goes down. But um, but yeah, that just obviously just got announced um, What a few minutes ago, actually. Yeah. Just good. I mean that's gonna that's gonna do numbers also because those guys have a following and especially you know out the country, that's that's gonna be uh, it's gonna do some damage. Do you reckon where it's gonna be? Like, do you know if it's gonna be like London? Are you hearing anything? No, that I didn't hear. It's that uh, location at the yeah, moment. The location. No. I mean, it should be in London. It should be a Wembley fight. Absolutely. But Rightfully I wonder so. for when. I wonder for when it'll be. Goes to that three later today. Very close. They didn't put out much. They just said confirmed and weights agreed for today. Okay. Very, very close now. Well, fight <laughs> fans will have to wait. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We'll have to wait like, like you guys got to wait. We have no yeah. info on that one. Um, do you want to talk about the Devin Haney, Shakur Stevenson fight split? Yeah. So basically, uh, it looks like Shakur Stevenson came out and said he was offered 
a low 25% contract to, for the Devin Haney fight, which he rejected and basically stated, I know my worth and doesn't feel like it was an actual real offer. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that fight's not going to happen at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people back and forth saying it wasn't a real offer. You know, Devin wasn't serious about it, which is how Shakur seems to feel. Uh, it's, it's, you know, but like we discussed earlier, having your first fight, especially for Undisputed, I mean, actually your second fight for the Undisputed title at 135 is, is it's like, you know, sometimes I, sometimes I personally feel like you might have to take the back seat, but then again, I don't know. Some everybody's not the same. People feel different. You know, mama always said, know your worth. So <laughs> we'll see. Well, see, here's the thing. This is something that we have to factor in. Like you could, well, let's play devil's advocate here. Yeah. So you obviously know that this would be his second fight at 135. I mean, if that's a, a great opportunity at your second fight at 135, that you would get a shot at all of the belts, right? The undisputed champion. And some would look at that and be like, well, if you're confident you can beat him, then take the fight, beat him. Now you're the undisputed champ. And then now all the money will follow, right? For the next fights. And then at the same time, you look at it as in, okay, 25% of how much though, how much yeah. is like the overall cut? So what's 25% of that? Plus you have to factor in when you're fighting at an elite level like that, there's a lot of people to pay out. There's nutritionists. Um, there's going to be coaches, chefs. trainers. Yep. Trainers, mm-hmm. um, sparring partners, accommodations like you're there's a lot that goes into it when you are fighting at an elite level there's more expenses that go into that so once that's all said and done let's not forget the government you know and your and your promoter and sanctioning fees correct now you're looking at all of that then what's the cut so i would like to know after that 25 percent, after all of them payouts What's sort of like the average that he would be making? Because if it's not a million dollars, like you get to take it home a million dollars. I don't think it's worth it. No, not at all. So it's easy for us to go, oh, why doesn't he just do this? Like, we also don't know what all the the additional costs are. And it's so funny. I love when people always say stuff like that. Like, oh, he should just take it. Why aren't First of all, you're putting your life on the line entering that ring okay the value of the life is at stake you know if he gets injured he could get permanently injured any one of them can get permanently injured and never ever fight again and it's the money that they've made in their careers more than enough to sustain their the medical costs that they're going to have for the rest of their lives and, and and not be able to work past that so it's easy for us to sit here and say that but when you factor in everything else, like it has to be worth it. So I'm almost not mad at him for saying no to 25%. Which is true. Very true. Very well said. I mean, you know, sometimes you just have to know your worth and, and see if it's really worth it or not. Because at the end, you end up with nothing. I mean, what if you, what if, uh, what if you do lose the fight? And it's like, damn, I, was, I wasn't properly compensated and I took an L too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Plus, not to I'm give anybody great. a reason to not take a fight, but. Plus, aren't we hearing that Devin Haney wants to kind of dip his toes into 140? Uh, I believe I heard that also. That was directly after the win. 
Um, but you know what? It seems like there's so much up in the air at this moment. Um, I guess the, I guess we'll see what's what's to come when it comes to uh, Devin Haney's future at 135. Yeah, I know that there was there was a lot of interest uh, at 140, but if I'm completely honest, I think there was there was a lot more interest if if Josh Taylor won. Mm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? The, the, yeah, the Josh Taylor fight. Yeah, right. But I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. Tio, Speaking of Josh yeah. Taylor, did that was a good fight with him and Tia Fimo. Did you watch did you catch that? I was there. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out the loop a little bit. I didn't even fully watch the whole fight. Yeah, Quite a bit of some highlights. No, it was a great fight. I uh, thought Tia Fimo, I thought Tia, it was a good fight. I thought Tio looked really good. It's like he seems to do well against the higher opposition when he fights them. Yeah, and I know Tio, and I'm using air quotes right now. Retired, um, he ain't retired. He he's he's going. He said very publicly he's going through a lot personally. I think once he kind of settles that and and kind of takes a break, uh, you're young. You're gonna get bored, and then you're gonna get that itch again, and then you're back. Everybody does it. Everybody says oh, I'm retired, and then they come back. So absolutely not. Is he now? I get that he relinqu- relinquished his belt. And I guess that made people think, oh, he's a bit more serious. But what's the point of holding on to a belt if you actually don't know when you want to come back to defend your belt? Because, you know, I don't even know if there's a mandatory at the moment or like when he would have a mandatory. And if he doesn't plan to fight in the next six months, then what's the point of keeping the belt? That's true. You're holding up the division in a sense. You're holding it up. So may as well just relinquish. And then, you know, when you decide to come back, you know, you I'm sure they're going to still have him ranked highly in, in, yeah. in um that's, that's exactly how i felt with the um jamal charlo situation i figured so um, it's two years right. he hasn't fought and you know if you're dealing with your personal issues stuff like that relinquishing the title isn't a bad idea because ultimately you're kind of holding up the division in a sense right you know well let's talk about about uh, my I can't get my words out right now, Mark. It's all right. It's a, it's a, listen, you're full of excitement in this next convers- this next topic, <laughs> and so am I. It's understandable. The, the boxing world got shook because when they yeah. said they heard Charlo, everybody was thinking Maul. Yeah. No one was thinking Jermel. No one. Yep. But Maul did come out and say that, you know, given his inactivity and he also going through some personal stuff right now, uh, didn't find himself in the ideal position to want to take on such a big fight like Canelo. So from my understanding, and I think I heard this, I think it was Dan Raphael who tweeted this. Apparently, like when he heard his brother was going to pass on the fight, that's when he jumped in and said, I'll take it. Hmm. That's kind of how it went down. And obviously, you know that that Canelo has signed a three-fight deal with ABC. Yep. That's right. So... Um, who knows? Maul could be the third. Who knows? We know yeah. that there's there's the interest of Demetrius Andre. There's also um, David Benavides. 
like there's there's options there for Canelo right now. I, did you see his post when he said it was? I guess it's Canelo versus everybody. Canelo versus everybody. Yeah, it's true because everyone's going to run for him now at PBC, which is expected. But I, I got to take my hat off to Canelo for taking that step and coming to PBC, where people can never say, "Oh, he never came to PBC. He never was interested in fighting these uh, these fighters on this side." So I'm glad he made the move. And uh, um, to tell you the truth, I like the the Jamel Charlo move against. Um, Canelo, because I know Jamel is the type of guy who's going to come and fight. He's not going to lay down. He's not coming for a payday. He's actually been calling for that Canelo fight for a couple of years. And um, he's, he's, he is, he is, he's very active. You know, he's, he's, to me, he's just, he's, he's a live cat. So I, I like this fight. Here's the thing. Everybody who wants to sit here and say, oh, he turned down the David Benavides fight. Uh, he's avoiding David Benavides. He's afraid of him. Like he wouldn't have signed a three fight deal if David Benavides was not going to be factored in at some point. Absolutely. No way. I could see it being in maybe the second or third fight, but let's, you know, um, I- I'm excited for where it is right now for this I Jamel Charlo fight. Let's tell you the the truth. fight didn't make sense for September because when you can have a major Cinco de Mayo fight between Canelo and David, why not do mm-hmm. that? Absolutely. It also gives David time too. I'm not saying he needs time, but you know, it doesn't hurt to know like next year, this is what the goal is next year. We're going to have a a big mega fight on Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah. Makes sense to me. No, it definitely does. It's the marketing aspect of it. And, uh, you know, you know, Mayweather did it. (laughs) He knew when team to win. Sorry, go ahead. No, I said Mayweather did it. He knew when to have his big fights on certain days. That's why Canelo took those days after he finished. But think about it. Like, who else on the the PBC banner could really sell a Cinco de Mayo weekend better than Canelo and Benavidez? Who else? That's huge. Nobody, that huge. nobody else could to, could make it as big as it, they, the, the two of them can. So absolutely strategically and promotionally, it makes sense to make David Benavidez fight number two of the three fight deal. And then who knows at the end of next year, it could be Jamal Charlo or Demetrius Andre. Very true. That's right. I just, I just mapped it out for us. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's, uh, you know, I think people can talk about Canelo being scared of Benavides. If he came to PBC, had the three fights and didn't include David Benavides, then we can say, hey, maybe he ducked right. him. But I'm not going to go the ducking route when he just got to PBC now. So, But it was just, you know. like I said, there's nobody that could market a Cinco de Mayo weekend the way that's that right. Very true. So I agree it, with just, that. it makes the most sense. And I don't That's think Canelo fears anybody. Not at all. I, 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 I think I, that he respects Benavides and what Benavides brings to the table, but I don't think he's scared of Benavides. And I don't uh, think I agree with that. scared of Canelo. I think that they respect each other, though. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what? Al is definitely going to put this uh, strategic, strategic uh, match together soon after hearing this one anyway. I'm pretty sure he knows. <laughs> It's always better for two guys Mexican descent on a single than mine anyway. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the best way to go. Well, lastly, um, Jake Paul, we know that he has a fight with Nate Diaz early August, but he's already made it clear that he wants a Tommy Fury rematch. You said, what was it October? Yeah, I think he's reaching for some time. Uh, well, that depends on when we're getting the KSI fight because that yeah. won't happen in October if if they're getting if they're going to make the KSI or KSI fight say September. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. We got to see how things unfold, more or less. Right. Um. I think that that's a that's a uh, a good fight too. That brings a lot of numbers to boxing the same way it did the first time a rematch. You know, but let's just see how um, the KSI fight plays out with uh, Tyson, with, uh, with the Fury. Right. Well, Mark, there's so many what-ifs right now that it's so hard to even really talk about the excitement of a particular fight, given that we just don't have enough to go off of for a lot of these guys. But hopefully in the coming weeks, we will, because we need to start lining stuff up for the second half of 2023 um but i do believe that given how a lot of you know the negotiations seem to be you know edging closer and closer for a few of these guys it looks like we may have a really good august and september lined up for us so the hopefully the boxing community would be happy and obviously the big ultimate mega fight at the end of this month that everybody is at the edge of their seat or 50-50 about. Yeah. Uh, this is good. I mean, if you think about it, when's the last time you had two undefeated welterweight champions together for an undisputed, together for uh, um undisputed fight? I can only think about Lito Trinidad, Oscar De La Hoya in 1999. Right. It's been a minute. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm psyched for this one. You know, uh, Terrence Crawford I'm... and Errol Spence Jr. saved boxing. Oh yeah, hats off! <laughs> They're keeping hats off boxing afloat right now. You know what? I read an interesting article uh, last week where Errol Spence was talking about right after his car accident, while he was in the hospital still, missing teeth, he was asking Al Heyman, who came to visit him, mm-hmm. "Can I can I have this Terrence Crawford fight while he's wow. banged up in the hospital?" According to Terrence Crawford and his family, they said that that was what he was talking to Al Heyman about. So this meant dearly to Spence um, and 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 to, to Crawford. So you know you got to take your hats off to these two guys for really wanting this fight to happen and taking direction control of their career and saying, you know, I'm making this fight happen and that's that. Because remember they were calling for a Spence versus Thurman fight at one time, and mm. Spence is like, no, not doing it. I'm going for Crawford. So right. Well, I'm glad Thank you did. God bless those two right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. God bless America. <laughs> on that, on that, Amen. On that note, uh, happy 4th of July to you. Tomorrow, obviously, is the big holiday, so I hope you have uh, a nice holiday with the uh, with the family. Yep, likewise, you too. Yep. I'll, be, safe, I'll, be safe out there, lighting fireworks. Nah, fam, I don't do all that. I, I, I don't like to, to risk losing my fingers. Thank you very much. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine, like Michelle, imagine being on OnlyFans with yeah. one finger. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I probably would sell better, too, because it would be like some sort of fetish in that. 
Oh, Let Lord. me see them four fingers, girl. Let me see them four fingers. <laughs> Flash them four fingers at me. Imagine that you get paid. Wiggle more those four money. fingers around. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh no, um, no, no, no. Well, anyways, it's good speaking with you. Um, we'll obviously catch up, like we said, on Thursday. All right, Mark. All right, yeah, we'll catch up. Enjoy your day, my friend. You too. Take care of yourself. All righty, you as well. Bye, bye, fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.